You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right. We do a podcast every damn day, including this one, Al. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. I got an update. I'm sorry. I got a direct message on Twitter from a fellow. We uh, A couple of weeks ago, I, I read a message from him. He had a, a penis problem that he reached yes, out I, about. I do remember this. He was the guy, I believe, he would have a little bit of a penis leakage mm-hmm. and was really thrown off that his penis was leaking. Yeah. He's like, I'm really not that old and you know, what's going on. So he he... This is the message I received. I wanted to give you an update on my penis. <laughs> do you get that often? Messages uh, like that? Not a lot, but I am. I do get some penis. Are you the penis whisperer? Yeah, I do get some penis questions because uh, people know I, I think about. I just you know, want you to say that again. <laughs> this message I just got. All right. Here it is. <laughs> I wanted to give you an update on my penis. <laughs> I don't have a definitive answer. But what I can tell you is I have been on 40 milligrams of Adderall for about a year and a half. And everything I read says that it decreases testosterone and sex drive. So maybe that's it. Or it may decrease blood flow to the penis. Hmm. So I'm in the process of getting off of Adderall and moving into something different that doesn't have the side effects. What's so interesting before you continue is that everything in that documentary about how amazing Adderall was for focus and energy, never once did I hear any type of side effect about your sexual health. You know, what's wild. So many drugs side effect is sexual health. Terrible. Like, I know, like, a lot of, uh, they say that about antidepressants and yeah. um, anxiety drugs, I guess this Adderall situation. Wow. Then I, you got to battle. Do I want to be... Happy? Uh, or right. Horny? Do I want to battle my <laughs> depression and have yeah. n- no boners, or do I want to have boners but be not happy? What do you choose? <laughs> Jerry, you always choose boners. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly you are pissed off every day talking sports, so that works. Yeah, you have to, yeah, yeah they got to be able to fix these drugs. And then sometimes they get into these things where, and this is where you hear about people that are on multiple medications because they'll be like, okay, you're on this medication for depression, but it's hurting your boner. So we're going to put you on this medication to battle that. And it's like, oh, now the pills are fighting each other. Putting a lot of chemicals in your body. Yeah. I know. I know. It's tough. Very tough. I've always felt very um, grateful that I'm going to be 50 in March and I really don't take any medicine at all. I mean, aside from Advil. Yeah, I'm trying. Got to get off this uh, acid reflux medicine, but I can't believe with the way you eat that you still. Deal I with know. That. 
It's, I really, it's is. unbelievable. Like if you went on, like if you, and I'm not telling you to do this, but if you went, if you got off the medicine, yeah, now, and you had nothing but you fasted and just like drank water, and let's say the most basic foods, and I'm, I forget your yeah. diet for a second. Let's say you just had water, uh, toast, and like romaine lettuce. With no dressing, so there's no acids or anything like that. Maybe some romaine lettuce with some sprinkled shredded cheese yeah. or something. And that's all you ate for three days. Would you still have that? Mm, uh, probably not. I do think it's things like I do enjoy coffee, and that's a big one. Yeah, coffee's a problem. That's the, true. The other things they say, and I have found this too, like with acid reflux, even just cold water, if it's cold. See, I don't drink cold water. Cold temperatures, cold, hot. It's like so many things. I like you room, like room. I like room temperature water. I do yeah. not like cold water. Never have. I could go both with the uh, water. I could go cold. I could go uh, room temperature. Sometimes in the machine we have here at work, we have a water dispensing machine, mm-hmm. like many people may yeah. have, that dispenses cold water yes. or hot water. Yep. I do half cold, a little bit of hot, a little more cold. No, I never thought to do that. Yeah. I actually literally fill up my bottle and let it sit for an hour before I drink yeah, it. Yeah, you try this, Jerry. You yeah. got to go cold first. Yeah, that's a good idea. Then the middle... Yeah. Hot, then top it off with cold. It's actually a very good idea. Yeah, it works. I will try that. It works wonders, dear Jerry. I'm sure. Now, today on the um, in the afternoon, Evan and Tiki are on the AM, and they are going to be doing a throwback show, meaning they're going to have like the old WFAN jingles and that sort of stuff. So this uh, this came up in my thoughts, and then hearing, you know, we run commercials for sports betting. Yeah. And you've been here a really long time. Eddie's been here a really long time. I, I've been here like 17 years. I don't feel like I've been here a long time because so many <laughs> people have been yeah, here. Yeah. And I just, as the commercial was playing for the sports betting, I said to Eddie, I go, did you ever imagine a time in your earlier days at FAN that we would be running commercials and you would have the ability to make bets on games on your telephone? Which no, none of those were around, right? The cell phone, I especially cell phone, not the um, not the ones with apps on. No, it. no, I didn't have smartphone when I started in '97. I had a cell phone. I had a flip phone. Yeah, but I did not have a. You know, it's funny about even the smartphones. I remember in 2006 or seven. I remember driving from Harvard to Dartmouth with Dallin Cuff, who was my partner with, at Columbia for the basketball. And I remember on the ride, he was on the phone, and he had a flip phone too. And it was when you had to go, you know, one, two, three to get C, and then uh, E would be one, two, and you know, you'd write the words out with that. I remember, like, what are you doing? He goes, "Oh, I'm I'm sending a message to my friend." I'm like, "Doing what?" He's like, "It's texting." And all I, I remember, we were in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the mountains, and I just remember thinking, like, I'm getting old because I don't know what the hell this kid's doing. Now I'm not that much older than Dallin, but probably. So in nineteen, so two thousand six, I was thirty two. He was probably twenty. I was probably eleven, twelve years older than him, and I felt really old. And that's the first I had ever heard of, heard of texting. So that was oh six oh seven. Yeah. So you're right. In ninety seven, ninety eight, it was a flip phone to call people. There was none of this other stuff. We didn't have computers. We had no internet in the newsroom at FAN. No. Yeah. There was one computer with internet, and it was in the stu- it was in the control room for the producer. No one else had it. But you could you could get breaking news on the news feed, which was like a printer, right? When news would happen, it would print out. Yeah, we had the AP 
um, the associated that would press go back machine. And forth yeah, with news, you would like twice an hour you would get like a news feed, and then there were alerts on. We had an internal computer system that would get AP alerts that would pop up. That was it. Yeah, and ESPN would be on. So, like, if when Bill Belichick. We got that news today. Yeah. That would have most likely come from where? ESPN being on the TV? Probably the... ESPN News was always on the far far left or far right. It was on one of the TVs at all times was ESPN News. But somebody had to be glancing up there sure. making sure something was going on. But my guess would be something as big as this. We would have got an AP alert. Yeah. And then, and then start calling people. We didn't have internet. So it wasn't like there was no Twitter there was no nothing. It was who do you know? Call Ed Coleman. You know, call who's the giant reporter? Do we have anybody up in New England? Call them. Yeah, because that's all I was doing this morning. You know, ever since uh, Monday when when you expect the coaches to be fired, just just I had to just keep making sure that I didn't let too much time go between checking my Twitter feed. Yeah, right. Yep. And uh, I I saw the Belichick thing pop up while Gio was talking about something else. So that mm. was, you know, fortunate. Got that very to, quickly. Yeah, we got that very quickly because yeah. it sucks if you're late on that. But, yeah, I was just thinking about that, and I was like, oh, they must have been, like, listening for the sound of the printer when when breaking news would happen. No, if I remember, and they would remember more than me, but if I remember correctly, it was the internal computer would give you the AP alert that would come up. Um, like, we would, have, we would have internal texting, like messaging. And so, like, if I had it, something for Spitz, but, you know, it's 11 o'clock midnight, and I thought of it. I could send Eric Spitz a message, and when he logged into his computer at 8 a.m., ding, there really? would be a message for that me. That seems yeah, yeah. advanced for back yeah, then. But it was very, very basic. Yeah, basic. Yeah, it was, it was basic, yes. It was like the AOL chat. Yeah, yes, yes, very much something but like an, that. But a corporate version. Yeah, similar to that, yeah. What other things, like I said to Eddie, like when you, like the idea when you were working here at FAN producing shows, the idea that... One, we'd be running commercials for betting. Two, that you'd be able to do it on a device you have in your pocket legally. Three, that the leagues themselves are involved would be pushing it as well. Like that is crazy. Is crazy. I was trying to think, like, what other things, in what other ways has WFAN and sports radio advanced that you would have never seen coming? Um. Hmm. Like, what about, I tried to write some things down because I was going to hit you spur of the moment here. That's a good question. What about things like um, being able to go back and listen to anything you want? Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. We always had that. We always had the archives, but they were on tapes. You had to go sift No, I'm saying for like a listener. What do you mean? Like for a listener to be like, oh, you guys had... uh, uh, Coach uh, Cower on this morning. I didn't hear. Let me. I'll go listen to it. Oh sure. Oh, the technology advances, of course. Because we first and and yeah. and this company and it this company was not the company that we are now. This is back when we were like Infinity Broadcasting. Yeah, sure. They never want. They never seemed. And maybe radio in general. They didn't want to advance. Be in the digital <laughs> world at all. Yeah. And they did. And I can see why. In some ways, they saw it as competition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there was a company that came out early on. Maybe you remember it called Iyada. Yes. You remember that? Iyada. Iyada. And it was going to be internet radio. Yes. And it was looked upon as a, a big competition. Right. Internet talk shows. Yes. But Don LaGreca left FAN to go be a talk show host at Iyada. 
And I don't think he wanted to leave. I don't think they wanted him doing both. But the money was really good. It didn't last long. And he wound up at ESPN Radio not long after that, I don't believe. But Iyata, I'll never forget that. Iyata, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. And so, yeah, you're right. I think I think bosses did look at it as like, what the, what is this? This is going to now impede on us now. And it really, it actually turned out to be part of us. Yeah, but that's funny too, thinking like if you back in the earlier days of FAN to think that we'd be telling people to listen to something else. Like, oh, like during this show, yeah. we go to commercial and we go... Hey, Tony Kornheiser has a podcast. Maybe you want to listen to that. For sure. And you guys come back and rewind and listen to us later. Yeah. I know. It is very different. Wild as much stuff. as it's the same, because when I'm in the car, for me, it's still the same experience. I still listen to the station the way I used to in the car. Um, I don't connect to my phone. I mean, I, I do if I want to listen to music, but I still listen to AM and F. Well, not even AM. Well, I do listen to AM. I listen to uh, sometimes driving in if I'm not listening to McMonagall. Or if I'm not listening to 92.3, which is wins, um, I do. There's this guy called Frank Marano on 770. I like him as a change of pace sometimes. So my listening habits are very much the same as they were back in 1997 when I came here. What's different is when I'm home, it's not just the radio anymore. Now it is Alexa or it is your Spotify with your speakers and the Bluetooth outside. Um, sitting at a computer is different. I don't necessarily just put a radio on like I used to. Now I will stream the fan in Dallas sometimes when I'm at home. I mean, that's different. Yeah, being able to hear out of town. Anybody, anywhere. And which is great for when people retire. No matter where you live, people retire to Florida and Texas. And, and yet you can feel like you're still yeah. living in New York. Right. You can you can listen to your local sports station. Yeah. You can watch your local baseball team. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can like, get... Let me ask you this question. Yeah. I, I mean this. Not that it's ever going to happen. If CBS Sports Network took this set and put it in a radio studio in Phoenix, Arizona, and we all moved out there and did the show at the same time, what would be different exactly? The only thing that would be different is your life experiences... Around here. Around here. So like right. with Geo running into traffic... Um, you know, sure. th- those sorts of things. But I think you gain the new weather. experiences. Yeah. And I know maybe it'll be a little different. People hearing us talk about, you know, ran into a uh, rattlesnake on the golf course yesterday. <laughs> right. It, but it's a different, that's also still show topic. That's still, yeah. you're still listening to us. And the point is, because of technology, you don't have to miss anything. Right. It's not like, and I'm not, this is not ripping on anybody here. It's not like any, but any of our hosts are out at uh, in locker rooms anywhere or out at you know uh, practices and none of them do that anymore they all watch it on YouTube the next day yeah like what that's another big difference from here no one goes to games except for Evan yeah that that changed a lot as yeah. well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm also thinking, too, like what we used to... I, I forget who Sal and BT were having on the other day. Sal goes to games, too. I should include him. That's true. 
And I was like, oh, I got to remember to listen to that. Then I was like, oh, no, I'll just get it on the the podcast afterwards. Mm-hmm. Another new way. Yeah. Like there were, there was a demand where you had to get to a radio or For stay sure. in your car. Yeah. Or I used to even time things out to be like, I'll, I'll make this appointment for, for this because this show's on in the car. I used to, I knew Mike and Chris used to do the NFL picks at five o'clock on Fridays. And if I had anywhere to go, I was in my car at five o'clock for the league where they play. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't, that was awesome. But now you could be that. like, oh, I know they do that at five. Yeah. It'll be up by five thirty. I'll just go listen to it. I can listen to it later. Yeah. It was in the past. You couldn't. It, with games, we're doing it now, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, read, I, I I always say I don't, and I get, and it was different. So when Breen did this job and Warner did this job in this time slot with Imus, they weren't they weren't staying up and watching all the games. Breen a lot of times was calling a Nick game on the radio, and he would come in the next morning. The difference now to then with this job, and it's only really changed recently in the last four or five years. They had guys that got all the audio for them and wrote their scripts. Like, think about that. They would come in, and I was one of those people uh, at times. I would literally, Mike would come in, and he, would, he wouldn't come in until after. Remember, he'd be at the garden until 10 p.m. So he wouldn't get in until, like, my God, uh, 5.30, because his first report on IMUS was at 6.25. So he wouldn't get in until 5.25, 5.30, and he would come over and be like, what do we have? And I would, here you go, sir, we got these cuts, you know, and I would line them up for him, and they were all labeled. I would have a sheet for him, a rundown sheet. So then he would be like, great, we're going to do a dun, 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 dun. I would have to line them up and bring them in for Lou to play. And then he would be like, where are the stories? I would give him the folder with all the stories that he would go through. Would you cut he would, them out of the newspaper, the stories? Uh, I had to type up the stories oh, okay. from the newspapers is where I got them from. And that's how he would... Catch up on the news of the what happened. Yeah, and we also night. had AP had um, sports headlines. Okay, so I print those out for him too, and then he would circle what he wanted, and then from there he would write. He would basically write around all that, but he didn't have to come in and do any research. He came in, and what do I have? All right, I'll use this, 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 and then he would go on and, and perform it and do it. And they were also five, six, seven minute segments. They weren't twenty minutes, but now you come in. There's no one out here anymore. Like, think how different that is compared to where we are now. My point is, it's it would have been hard to do this job now without the internet and without, because right. I, I wouldn't be able to come in and watch a baseball game in a half hour. Right. You know, I don't know what I would do. I'd have to be here 2 o'clock in the morning. It'd be, it'd be really hard. Yeah. And also all the different things now we can get just off the internet, right? And yeah. off Twitter and, and how immediate... I'm amazed how immediate this stuff is available when, like, let's say Sunday during the NFL games. Yeah. If if I'm watching the Jet game and I have to take my dog out and I come back in and the Jets had scored a touchdown, I go to the Jets' Twitter. There, there it, is. it is. Or how about this one? You go take your dog out, press pause on your TV. Yeah. It's unbelievable. You don't miss a thing. Right, then forward through the commercials yeah. and you could catch up in no time. That's another cool thing. Yeah. So I think, a lo- yeah, a lot of things, well, that's the thing like with, with uh, all media has to adjust along the way. Yeah. But because I always thought with radio in particular, it's there 24 hours, seven days a week. So the adjustments are gradual, right? Mm-hmm. When you look over the time that you've been here, 
you can go, oh my gosh, look They're at all massive. these. Yeah, look at all these changes that were made. But but it it takes a long time to get from where you are to where you are now. Yeah, I think if Mike Francesa or Chris Russo, 1998, walked into this radio station today in a time warp, they would still do the same show, but they'd be lost as to what in the hell is going on (laughs) and some of the things surrounding it. Yeah. But, you know, but that's the beauty of this, too, is that the when you when you talk about turning the mic on, that part of it is still the same. Yes. But it's also different in that people, your listeners, I always think of this like the listeners have access to all of the news and all of the sound we have access yeah, to. Yeah, sure. The thing I I have to try to keep remembering is that they don't have the time to sift through it all, which is why they're listening to it in their car while they're going from place to place mm-hmm. or work to home or... And that's when we have to give them the information yeah. or the reaction to it. So I, I think because I'm looking at it all day long, mm-hmm. I sometimes think, well, we know this already. We know, right, but they don't. They don't, right. And that's what I've always said to you, too. Like you would always say, could you imagine, you know, doing Evan and uh, Craig or Evan and Tiki now at 2 o'clock? It's like we've discussed this all day. Yes, but there are people that might have woken up at 11 a.m. because they are night people and they are just turning the radio on now. Or even with us, you got to repeat things because the guy listening at 6 a.m. is likely not listening at 8.45. You are. What's really funny happened today. So the Belichick thing broke. I forget what time. It was early. It was 7 o'clock maybe. It was early. Yeah, I it was. You're right. It was I the didn't first, have it at 6.30. You're right. It was the 7 o'clock one. 7 o'clock. First segment of 7 o'clock. So maybe like 7.07, 7.10. And we talked about it, talked about it. And then we took calls. Where is he going? Everyone had their theories. Uh, maybe 15 minutes after that, a guy called up and he goes, Belichick ain't going nowhere. He's <laughs> staying with New England. I go, no, it's it's already. It's he, done. He's going. He's like, oh. <laughs> so that guy didn't get that yeah. news yet. He didn't see the alert. But wh- And why would he, right? He's getting up. He's getting ready for work. He's just hopping in the car. Yeah. We're discussing where guys are going. While I know that. The 19-year-old wakes up, and before they get out of bed, they, they start scrolling on their phone. A lot of people don't for a good – like, I don't really get to my phone until I get here. Yeah. Aside to turn it off, unless there was a game – like, I knew there were no games last night. When I woke up, I turned my phone, my alarm off. I didn't look at it until I got here. When there's a game the night before, first thing I do when I get out of the shower is I check the scores. Did the Nets win? Did the Mets win? What do I got to watch when I get in? But last night there was nothing, uh, and I wasn't really all that interested in St. John's and Providence. So, but there's a lot of people that don't look at that phone for a while before they get up. Will Will you Will you check when you first get up if it was a random Monday night football game? Yeah, unless it's a bad game, unless it's Titans Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, no, no, especially if it's an NFC game, a hundred percent. Because you're listening for either Blowout City or or something compelling. It, yeah, yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah. I just wonder how's it going to change in your next group of years here, well, Jerry. Like, what are what are the next big changes for sports radio? So Neil deGrasse Tyson says everything in twenty in year increments. Okay, to find significant change, which I think is about right. Two thousand to now, it's pretty significant the way things have changed. So if you were to be talking in twenty forty, how different it is? Yeah, man. I don't know because I feel like we're in a in a, in a time right now where we are changing rapidly. 
Um, we always talked about the telephone was fine for 100 years, and all of a sudden we get a cell phone, and then we get uh, a tablet, and then uh, the tablet is a, now a phone, and the phone's a tablet. And, I, <laughs> and the phone is outdated two years later. We yeah. need to get a new one. I mean, my God. Um, I, that's a great question. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be a good, that would be a really good question for Spike. Like if a panel a, discussion. Yeah, like where do you think in 2040 what's different? Are there a series of one-hour shows, Al? <laughs> do we have an implant in our head that uh, neural neurolink is what they call it, where that we could just get all of our? Yeah, I don't think you're into these shows. That. Yeah, I'm not into that. That either, stuff but... frightens me. And I know you could say, well, I'm sure the internet frightened people too, yes. and I get that. But when you start talking about cutting yourself open or even microscopic, whatever implanting, I don't I feel like we're starting to fool around with things we shouldn't be fooling around with yeah once you start like yes it's one thing to carry a cell phone around it's another thing to jam it into my head Uh, yeah and it's now part even like the the glasses thing didn't work like we never like google glasses and i thought those were cool yeah that it's just that that didn't catch on yet no nor did the uh like the 3d tv people didn't have any interest in that there was one a 3d tv yeah they were doing they were selling your tvs yeah which could be 3D if you would wear the 3D glasses. Oh, who's doing that? Right, exactly. But that you know what's funny about that to me is you're going to tell me in a in a in a in a conference room with smart people, no one stood up and said, "Hey guys, no one's putting 3D glasses on in their living room." <laughs> right when you're trying to relax. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like I'm even surprised that the what was it called the um the the meta glasses? Yes. They look cool. I'm not going to say they don't. But the idea of spending $700 on these things like you're sticking binoculars to your face, I don't know. I, yeah. I, yeah. It, I will say when the Apple Watch first came out, I remember Howard Stern talking about it. Mm-hmm. And Howard Stern loves all the Apple stuff. Yep. Like he, he says he loves the new technology, the, the, the phone, the tablets, all that stuff. Okay. He's like, I'm not wearing a watch. You know, he said, I, you know, and I thought the same thing probably because he was saying it. <laughs> he's like i have my phone the watch is just a smaller version of the mm-hmm. phone why do i want to be but then and then gina got me one for my i think my 50th birthday okay and i was like ah, i guess i'll try it and then the once i have it i'm like oh yeah no definitely this i need this watch yeah i believe it so believe it. even though i had no interest in the watch now i like that i could just quick glance and i don't have to touch my sure. phone even though that really is nothing and know. You know what it is? We're just, we're spoiled. Yes. And it's just another convenience mm-hmm. to cut away one little step. Right. And it is neat. I'm not going to say it's not. Is it necessary? No. Not necessary. No, it is not necessary. Not at all. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. It's definitely necessary, Jerry. It's not necessary. I need all the technology I can get. I do like when new technology comes out and I you, you kind of try to predict like, oh, no one's no one's going to use this. Mm-hmm. Or you go, Ooh. Have you ever been right about one? Where I thought no one's going to use it? Yeah. And it was a colossal failure? No, I do remember thinking the, but many people did, the 3D TV. I was like, yeah. no one's got it. Not only that, it wasn't like, you, you a show had to be recorded in 3D in order for it so to work. So it wasn't like you get a 3D TV and all of a sudden the NFL games are in 3D. Everybody loves Raymond reruns are in 3D. Right. They weren't. They had to be put in that way yeah so and the virtual reality to me isn't there yet either 
That Not for the home consumer. Right. Uh, yes, that is true. The big thing on your head. Not only that, when you get done using it, even for a little bit, you're like, your eyes are like, it little can't funky. be good for you. <laughs> no, it can't it be. It can't be. So I don't know. The one thing that I thought would have been gone already, and I know there are government mandates, and I yeah. know that, but just from the sheer electricity part was the electric cars. I really didn't think we'd see as many of them as we do. Um, and I, again, I only say that from the idea of, I don't see enough plug-in stations right. for everybody to have one. And if you don't charge it the night before, like, you got to go to work. What do you do? It's just not, I just find them to be very inconvenient. I know they're probably amazing in terms of never having to buy gas again and all that, but I don't know. It just, I'll come back to the same thing. The Stop and Shop has four of them. Four. So if I go to Stop and Shop with the idea, oh, I'm a little low, I'll go shopping and I'll fill up while I'm in there, I get there and all four of them are taken. What do I do? I got to sit there and wait for someone to unplug? Right. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. But Or you go there, two of them are broken. The other yeah, two that are too. Fun. Or how about this? We've all gone on trips where we're not familiar with the roads. So let's just say you, Regina has family in Pennsylvania, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's say you bought the Tesla or whatever Ford electric vehicle you want or whatever, and you find yourself on Route 78 heading towards Pennsylvania, and you look down, like, oh, crap, I probably only have about 50 miles left. You're in Pennsylvania. Now you got to start Googling electric charging stations? I, okay. Not only that, the it does take time to charge That's the what car. I mean, right. Yeah. It's not, so not even, a two-minute fill-up. Right, because people say, oh, you know, the, the Tesla in particular, they have the locations as you're driving. But they're not a million of them. Right. They're not as prevalent as gas stations. Right, and you, exactly. And I you got to stop. And I always think, too, like, imagine, like, you think, uh, you're like, you know what? I'm going to charge my car overnight. <laughs> it's I'm down to nothing. I'm yeah. going to charge my car overnight. I'll be filled, ready to go when I go to work. Then that night, you lose power. Lose power. What do you do? You get up, you go, I can't come in today. <laughs> you, you can't. My battery's dead, and you can't jump me. Right. You'd Honestly, you'd have to have a generator. Also thought, too, and I don't know how this works. Let's say I have a, a Tesla, and I have a, and I have in my driveway, I have my own plug. Yeah. You get the conversion kit, and you do yeah, it. Yeah, conversion kit, get it. And, like, some punk teenagers come by, and they just unplug me. Yeah. <laughs> they just go around the neighborhood unplugging. Why would that not happen? Right. I wake up, I'm unplugged. Yeah. Especially where, you, especially where you live. Yeah. Because you're in an area that's, I mean, especially in the summer, God knows what's going on at midnight. Oh, yeah. There's people wandering around. I mean, it. that's... Yeah. Now I'm getting unplugged, Jerry. I agree they're great products, yeah. but I don't agree that they're practical yet. Correct. So, hence, hybrid for me probably next. Yes. I still like that idea. The non-plug-in hybrid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's a great idea. Oh, you yeah, know, I want half gas, but I want to be able to use the battery and turn the gas off and get 60 miles per gallon and cut down on the gas consumption. Absolutely. I'm with you. I am with you, Jerry. Let's do the warm-up program. Right. Tomorrow's Friday. We got cool games for NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. See you.